Boom, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Strike Thoughts. We're going to be reviewing UFC. Um, well, what, we're going to be talking a little bit about UFC 271, uh, which was um, Whitaker um, against Adesanya, um, which a lot of people thought was a weird decision, but we'll come on to that. Pete, how are you doing? Evening, evening. Yeah, I'm good, man. Um, yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I've read that as well. It's a bit, I didn't think it was controversial at all, but maybe it's... I guess it's my sort of thing of I'm busy not falling into that just keeping his belt mm. do you know what I mean rather than like putting on a I think he did put on a clinic but weren't really as vicious as what we seen him that was the only problem I guess do you know what? For the first time, which we'll come on to in a sec, I'm sure. Like I, I decided to go through and like score because just just in case this kind of stuff happened, I thought I want to like go through um, and and basically score the rounds because we spoke about doing it before, and um, a lot of the times we we get on the judges' back about it. So I thought, all right, let's let's let, let, let me kind of you know put my money where my mouth is and and do it. So let's start off with just, with the prelims. Just the main event for oh, oh what, no, all of them, you all of them. Yeah, no, I did for all of them. Oh, okay. I just sat there and, and just scored yeah, them all. Yeah. Um, so the first one was, um, we'll, we'll skip the early prelims. Um, so we've got prelim. Well, actually, no, I say we'll skip the early prelims. Alexander Hernandez, Pete, we spoke about how you're supposed to be on the early prelims and then got bumped up to the main card. What's going on there? I've, I just had a, oh, I did actually have just a quick look and uh, I forgot about this fight as well. Um, Schnell versus Thingy Bob was cancelled. Oh, yeah, I didn't see Schnell. Yeah, of course. Uh, I can't, who's the Perez? It was the guy that. The guy that I think Figgy's like choked him out before in the for the title shot guy. Um, right. Yeah, that was that come and I thought that as well. I was like, oh, he's he's got his opportunity. And he fucked it. <laughs> 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 that's why that's why you're on the early prelims, mate. <laughs> it was good that I, listen. It was good that, that that fight got bumped up to the main card because come on, like yeah, they're, they're, good, they're, yeah, they're, yeah they're, they're both really really good. Um, but listen, really fun to kick it off with a light heavyweight fight because there's always a chance of a knockout. There wasn't one in this case, but we had Carlos Olberg, who's absolute dime piece of a man, uh, versus Fabio Chiron uh, in the light heavyweight division. And yeah, I pretty much just scored this one um, all three to Carlos Olberg, which the judges did as well, looking really relaxed and poised, a lot of better output. Um, and um, I don't know if you were listening to the commentary in this one, Pete. They said that he was meant to be, uh, he's, he's a male model as well. And he also turned down the chance to be on the uh, New Zealand version of The Bachelor as well. Nah, he's, yeah, he's probably made the right decision. <laughs> He's going to get some, uh, he's going to get noticed by the girls. Yes. The UFC, I think, he, so. To be honest, looking at him, I think he does all right. So I, <laughs> I, I think, I think, I think he'll be fine. Um, yeah, it, it was, it was, it was mainly just using his, his skills wisely. Now I've got a little comment here that I obviously wrote while I was watching it, but I don't like to just kind of always say things that have, that I've written down because I've never been in a cage fight and I've never even fucking done the MMA training. So, um, you know, I don't want to, um, kind of gets onto someone too much. But Fabio Chirompi, I don't even think I could remember, especially in the third round, I can't remember him even throwing anything. And you just think, yeah. what's, like, what's going on? You're two rounds down. Like, well, I, I don't know. When you're watching, was you, was you frustrated or was you just kind of thinking, you know, what, what were you thinking? You just, it's almost like, you know what's happening. You're just letting it play out. You're almost like, yeah, just, just stop it. It's like, you can hear he's calling I don't, I think... As long as you don't like, you hear people saying, "Oh, you're a fucking pussy. You shouldn't." But 
doing like as long as you're saying like look all you all you really saying is probably what the what Charent's thinking as well after the fight he's probably thinking yeah I should have thrown more yeah which is like which is fair for anyone to say and maybe they, I don't know it's weird isn't it it's just the only reason I can think is just maybe saying hurt him maybe weren't just feeling it and sometimes I guess he's just like oh but like just out of his depth I guess maybe rather than running at someone and just throwing punches because it's mm-hmm. like you look like you can end up looking fucking even more ridiculous right, than just not throwing a punch 100% yeah and again who knows what's going on could have had an injury could have just realised he was you know could have wilted whatever either way um, yeah. you know um, who's to say but really 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 nice um, performance from Carlos Albert they're using this range well again the output wasn't great and it wasn't the most exciting fight um, but there was a lovely check hook from Carlos Olberg, which opened up a big cut on on, on Chiron's face so great technique uh, great technique shown from him don't remember seeing um, Carlos Olberg before actually so um, be keen to keep an eye on him in the future um oh god next fight pete kyla phillips uh, th- this guy's worth the hype what, what do you think yeah definitely he's just he's like getting better and better what's it is, is kyla phillips is that the matrix is that his name um that his was name? it the one that looks like jesus <laughs> yeah i just no i just remember his nickname the first ever time i saw him i was like okay yeah whatever and then like his movement stuff i was like oh fuck like yeah he's he's definitely one to watch definitely it, it was, who was he fighting? I can't. Uh, he was fighting against Marcelo Rojo. In Rojo, the, uh, that was the one. Yeah, yeah. In the yeah. bantamweight division, first round, um, I, I had it to, to Kyla looking crisp, looking in great shape. Again, um, same in, in round two, pretty much. Uh, Rojo's leg was just absolutely chewed to pieces, and then just what a finish! He used the Kimura to he basically used the Kimura to get into a mount, uh, got the mounted triangle and then ended up in an arm bar. Like he, he can do yeah. everything, Pete, from the, from the striking mm. to the submission. He looks like a proper, the only, he, he's just, um, he's just in a stacked division. I mean, uh, let's see what potential fights he could essentially have in the bantamweight division. Uh, Rafael, uh, Rafael Asensal, Song Yadong, Ricky Simone, Sean O'Malley, Frankie Edgar, Marlon Moraes, Pedro Munoz, any of those, you're looking at a good a good fight there, I reckon. Is he, is he ranked? Not yet. Not yet. No. So even if we, you know, he jumps on Aston Sao or Song Yudong, um, you know, he, he's one of those fighters where he's good on the mic, but I also feel like he could he could definitely hold his own, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's good to... There's so many of them people in that division at the moment all calling each other out, especially up at the top. So it's like, if he can break into that, then... He can he can possibly get like, like a showcase fight. He just saw O'Malley fight an unranked guy, so it's just like if I was unranked and I was sort of having performances like that, I'd be calling him out left, right, and centre. Hundred percent. That sort of that maybe that that Cheeto sort of fight that's that elevated him. So hundred percent, yeah, definitely hundred percent. So we're really excited to see what happens with Kyler. We'll definitely keep an eye on him. One of the standouts from um, from this kind of lockdown period. Then Pete, we had the first of quite weird uh judging and i even think from the same judge here um we had roxanne uh, uh in her retirement fight against casey o'neill in the flyweight division um tough to score the first round because it was a bit quiet but um roxy uh you know roxy's non-stop forward pressure um was kind of uh looked hard to deal with but Casey just looked crisper looked cleaner and then round two was an absolute war Roxanne uh, shot a takedown but she's just getting pieced up uh, and then 
round three, I had it to Casey as well. Great fight and obviously respected them both. But one judge gave this fight to Roxanne, Pete. What, what did you think of this fight in general? Obviously, Roxanne's a legend of the game, obviously retiring. But what did you think? Yeah, it's just like, I don't know, it was a bit fucking, it was a bit emotional when she was on the microphone after. I was like, Jesus, like, it's, yeah, when, when they said about all the, well, from when she first started and some people hadn't even started MMA and they've gone on to become champions, stuff like that. Um, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was, good, it was good for her, but like, it, yeah, she was just getting smashed. She's like, getting pieced it, up. It's, 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 it's all well and good walking forward and being tough, but it's just like the state of her face and just like, it's weird, isn't it? Maybe, I don't know, like that judge, she's just like, I don't, I don't know what they're basing it on. All they must look at is old aggression. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Just walk forward and you can win the fight, but um, that's a weird one, isn't it? You know, I'd never begrudge Roxanne for for wanting to win because of the way she fights. I love it. She's, you know, nonstop pressure and she's 40 and, you know, fair play. But yeah, it was weird. And then the same judge in the next fight, the judge's name is Robert Alexander, by the way, just to put him on blast. So now that I've said his name on, on this podcast, you know, everyone will go mad, I'm sure. Um, but um, it's just like, it's ridiculous. So the next fight was Andre Arlovsky against um, Jared Vandera, heavyweight division. And again, I scored this fight... Um, the first round uh, to Arlovsky, who was looking really good, Jared not doing anything. And then the second round, again, Arlovsky looking really good, getting the better of the exchanges. Jared did finish strong in round three, so you, you could have given it to him. Um, but the, one judge gives the whole fight to Jared. I'm I'm not being funny. I don't remember him la- landing anything significant in the first two rounds. Andre was just pressuring him nonstop, bruv. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Strange. And is that I think they did actually say that that, that was it when it, maybe when it, I think when it got to the main main card they were like oh that ref that <laughs> judge is not here anymore but I don't know whether it's just him or whether they change all three judges for the main card I don't know yeah that was a strange one so well or whether because when they said um he's done for the evening I thought oh have they chucked him off but then I think they do just change the judges don't they yeah maybe maybe they give maybe less experience and then the more experienced ones get the main card but it's just mm. like. They should be going through like there should be some sort of school or like fucking college or something like you're sort of it's like they use boxing job. coaches bruv they use boxing coaches like boxing yeah. judges so you just think what the fuck it's a completely different sport it's like using it's like using a, a netball referees for basketball like what are you but even but even that though then both them fights were pretty much boxing matches so they, they can't go wrong <laughs> <laughs> they can't fucking do you know what you know what i did notice um i don't know if you saw it like uh what's the I can't remember the other ref's name. Uh, he's only he's only in it sort of rarely. He's got like dark hair and maybe tattoo. He looks like sort of Greek or something. But then there's the guy with the big moustache. Oh, yeah. I can't remember his name. Beltran, Mike Beltran. Mike Beltran with a big beard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I noticed them two, when they wasn't working, when they wasn't refing, they were sitting cage side, like literally mm-hmm. leaning on the edge of the cage. We ran outside and they were like, like taking notes. I don't know whether they score stuff. So maybe they judge the fight as well and then afterwards maybe they go to them and go what did you score it as maybe like I don't, I don't know maybe they they judge as well well in a lot of amateur boxing fights 
Um, I don't know if it happens in amateur MMA, but in a lot of amateur boxing fights, the ref does score the fight sometimes because the ref's yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. there in the midst yeah, of it. They choose. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then um, it's also a case where like a, a lot of them, I don't know if uh, this fight was in Houston, wasn't it? So I don't know if um, they use the video referees, but a lot of the time they do sometimes go to video referees, don't they? So, some, you know, they yeah. might be taking notes and some things have to maybe go to review sometimes so yeah no that is is interesting but yeah i i I think when you've got judges like that it just makes the fighters like you feel you think about far the us there must be some sort of red tape weird stuff behind it like um with the what's it you no not you started like whatever the organization is like the athletic athletic, athletic athletic, yeah. commission yeah but like you'd think they'd have some big program out there to sort of either use ex fighters or some teach them how to judge, make them watch like loads of fights and make them judge them and then be like, no, you got that one wrong, you got that one wrong. Like, I don't know. They should have something in place. They definitely should. And they should, you know, I know Dana stopped. Um, what was that rest name that was really shit? Is it Mario Yamasaki? Um, no, nah, what the one the other week? No, there was some. No, 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 no. There was, no, no. I'm talking about oh, this was like. A long time ago, like there was like like the the ref. I think his name was Mario Yamasaki, and he was just shit. And he just used to get fighters get pummels and stuff. So even and, though Dana uh, Mazzagati, wasn't it? Steve Mazzagati. Oh him? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like you know, a lot of fighters they were just getting hurt. So Dana, even though Dana's not part of the athletic commission, obviously he was still like, no, I don't want this guy to be fucking. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. He's Steve Mazzagai. Um, But yeah, like I say, we said uh, a bit shit. Um, oh, my internet connection is starting to be a bit of a bastard here. Anyway, listen, let's see if we can be quick. So um, moving on to the main card, Pete, Bobby Green against uh, Nazrat Hakparast. Uh, Bobby Green here just looking phenomenal. Nazrat not moving his head. Um, and, you know, it was just pretty much a war. Bobby just looked phenomenal. Pete, what did you think about this one? Yeah. He's looking better every time you see him especially yeah. like I think last time he held up against Fizz but like yeah John Anik went over his first like main event so mm-hmm. like I'd be happy with that so yeah I'd, 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 yeah, I think he's definitely ready for a main event now. Um, and obviously, um, just looking at the rankings, actually, in regards to uh, the rankings in the lightweight division, uh, Diego Ferreira, Brad Riddell, um, Sar- Sarukian, uh, Gamro, Fiziev, Gillespie, Conor McGregor, Dan Hooker, Tony Ferguson. So he's not ranked as of yet. But, you know, give him a ranked fighter. Um, give him a Brad yeah. Riddell. Give him a Matis Gamro. Give him a Diego uh, Ferreira. Um, you know, you never know. I reckon he could do some damage there. Um then Pete, yeah. So then we had the fight that we thought was supposed to be on the early prelims, uh, but this uh, was obviously on the main card. Alexander Hernandez against Hanata Mokano, and uh, second round submission here from Moicano. Um, it was a close round, a bit more output from Alex, but I had Renato being the more effective, and he got a takedown as well. And then Moicano lands some cracking shots in round two, big straight right hand, drops him, grabs his bank, uh, grabs his back, sinks in a rear naked choke. Give that man a fucking check. He just looked phenomenal, man. He did, didn't he? Yeah, proper fucking dominated. It was obviously there was that bit in the second round. He clean struggle in his eyes. He was just like fuck. Like it's almost like I, I could. It's almost like you could see what was coming. He just Moicano looked like on a different level. Yeah, 
yeah, really, really good. And obviously, he's he's one of his few um, ones. But oh, my internet connection's been really shit, mate. So apologies, apologies if the audio's cutting out and stuff like that. We're trying to make the best of it here. Um, it's just this fucking room. It's so frustrating. I need to sort it out. Um, but uh, I can't yeah. notice it. Nothing's happening my end. But... Is it not? No, it keeps breaking up my end a little bit. So it's quite annoying. Oh. Uh, it's definitely my connection anyway. It's definitely mine. Um, yeah, just really impressive from Hanato Moicano. Um, okay, last three fights here. Really impressive. Really exciting. And um, obviously we'll talk about decisions and stuff. Jared Cannonier Pete against Derek Brunson. Um, Derek Brunson, first round, classic Derek. You maybe had the crowd booing a little bit, but listen, if that's the way to win the fight, that's the way to win the fight. And then, geez, in the second round, Jared Brunson. Uh, uh, Brunson looking tired, but Jared just lands a ridiculous elbow, a cheeky little back fist, uh, and then some nasty elbows on the ground. Um, give me your thoughts on the fight, and then also give me your thoughts now on what's next uh, for middleweights and obviously you know we've got Izzy that won the main event do you feel like Jared's next do you feel like you don't want to see it because they've already fought and it should go to Strickland um, give me your four <laughs> fucking hell can you still hear me mate yeah yeah it's a yeah it's a yeah it's a recording in progress <laughs> it's, right, it's still going yeah 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 we're still going we're still going we might have to oh, right, soon, yeah, yeah. we're still going go on yeah, um Yeah, it was weird how um how Brun you know I mean teal and stuff, but like just yeah, he did he didn't get that takedown and when, when he realized he wasn't getting them takedowns, he stood up and he was just puffing like so bad and Kenny mm. just looked like fresh all the way through. Um yeah, fair play to like Kennedy. He looked he looked wicked. Obviously worked on his wrestling like loads. Uh Kennedy's Yeah, Kennedy is for easy before, yeah. What happened? Uh is he won? Was that, was that <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see it again. I think obviously Kennedy has got a lot better, but um, and obviously he had that drop down from heavyweight, which not what you used to. Um, no, he looks like a fucking monster at the moment. He looks like an absolute beast. Um, is, gonna... Still there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give me one sec. I'm gonna sort my hot i'm gonna connect to my hotspot instead there's nothing a bit like there's nothing like a bit of technology to uh fuck yeah, this up that's all right we're not even not, we're not even supposed to be recording on a wednesday so there we go hopefully yeah i think that's made the connection a little bit better now so that's just going to use my data um and it's still recording as well sorry so we were just talking about how canon just just looking abs- like an absolute monster at middleweight especially dropping down um, as you said, from heavyweight Pete, and looking just just looking phenomenal there. Um, but yeah, I'd like to, I'd, my, my, my the reason why I asked you that question is because I'd definitely like to see it. I'd, I'd like to see it again. I don't think he's the same fighter that he was back then, and I think he's I think he'd give he'd give Izzy a good go. I reckon. Um, but I still think Whitaker and Izzy are the two best in the division. So it's so annoying that you know it's like Izzy's done him twice now. So I don't really know what more can be can be done. Do you know what I mean? I feel like Izzy doesn't really have a proper challenger. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, that's how it feels at the moment, isn't it? It's like if 
if Whitaker is the best in that division apart from Izzy, then fuck, yeah, I swear it like I know we get like people keep talking about him. The only one I'd want to see in there is like competitive would probably be Kamzat. Kamzat, yeah. <laughs> it's, got, it's got it's gotta be. Yeah. Can you imagine if he'd done like if he could get hold of him? Because Izzy was Izzy was obviously we get onto it, but obviously Izzy was popping up quick from Whitaker, but then Whitaker isn't he, he probably is. I think he's a black belt and he's like a good grappler, but he's not that level that Kamza is. So mm. that would be the only sort of scary test out there at the moment for Izzy. But we'll go back up to fuck off back to light heavyweight again. <laughs> yeah, true, true. And then just get pounded. Well, to be fair, I think I think Glover's a better fight for him than Yan was, to be honest. I think. Do you know what I mean? But he'd, he'd have to definitely put some weight on. He can't just be walking in there at like 180 or 190, wherever he was before. He did look. He did look skinny though. Like I don't know, maybe yeah. it's because the last time I saw him in like light heavyweight, he looked he looked like he had put on a bit of weight, but like yeah, he looked fucking well skinny on on Saturday. Yeah, so long, so rangy, proper spider like. Mm. Pete, and then the next one, um, Derek Lewis against Ty Tuvasa. Pete, why don't I let you start with this one? I'm so happy with this one. Not like nothing against Derek Lewis. <laughs> oh no, no, like, not at all. I love Derek. Yeah, it's almost like we've Derek's been around for so long, knocking people out. You just sort of used to it, and then. To have someone come in and obviously weather the weather the storm as well. We see shot them shots on the floor. You know, oh he man, he was, he was getting pounded. I thought, that, I thought I thought that was it. Like yeah. usually one or two, one or two of them, and the ref jumps in. But it was the way that he got up, and they showed it from like a reverse angle. And DC com- commented on it. He said as soon as Ty got up, he was like gritting his teeth as if to say like Let's fucking go. And Let's he just like swing. They was like swinging back, and I was like, Oh fucking hell, this is this is gonna get good, but. Yeah, loads of little good good little shots got through. Um, commentary fucking wicked. Everyone was just screaming and just like, yeah, it was, yeah. And then that, I think he landed a left elbow before that. DC said like a, a little one clipped him, and then he went backwards, or he landed a big right hand, and then just that short little elbow. Fucking Derek Lewis's face, like he was just like fuck. It just <laughs> fell. I don't know. I don't know. It, yeah, it was, I was I was happy for it. it just like. I didn't know they did that though. I thought rankings, it was like you jumped up a few places depending on what the person is, but apparently he's straight up to number three from 11. Yeah, no, it's always been like that. If you beat that person, oh, you oh. take their spot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Which is a bit strange. Like, yeah, you know, it, is, it is a bit strange. But um, yeah. yeah, heavyweight division now then, Pete. What, 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 what happens? Like, so we've got. Um, Again, just looking at the rankings, obviously, uh, you know, the champ is the champ. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't mess with Francis Ngannou. Um, but, you know, uh, Cyril Garn, Stipe, Taito Vasa, you've got Joy, uh, John Jones sniffing around, Curtis Blades is in there, Volkov's in there. What do you mm. foresee happening? What would you like to see? I think who's, I think Blades has got someone, hasn't he? Uh, I'm not sure. Has he? Who's he fighting? Uh, is it Volkov? Sure is it Rosenstroik? Oh, no, they're four. I don't know, actually. It might be. It sounds like one of them two. Maybe. I don't know whether it's like headlining. Um, yeah, I'm sure it's Derek Lewis against uh, Derek Lewis, fucking Blades against one of them two. Um, so, yeah, if they're matched up, then I guess if Ty's number three, mm. what's the, I'd let it be good to see what Stipe's up to. So, That'd Curtis Blades has got. Um... He he is going to be fighting um, Chris Dorcas. Oh, okay. And Chris that's Dorcas is ranked number eight, and Blades is ranked number four there. So yeah, that's interesting. Let's not worry about 
<laughs> I mean, it's interesting for sure, but yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think, yeah, I think if if Ngano's out for a while with his knees, um, I think a good one if they do it. I don't know whether they need to do an interim. Um, would probably be interesting money wise if John Jones was involved with some sort of belt straight away. So if they did Stipe versus John Jones for the interim, and then the winner gets Ngano. Um, and then, yeah, I guess that leaves Ty sort of the pick of the bunch, like whoever else is there, really. I'd like to see them not like, not like keep him up there, but like, I'd like to see him carry on fighting like strikers. Mm. If they put him in there with like an out and out grappler, which I don't know how many there are in the heavyweight division, but like, mm. um, yeah, but he's, I think he's just so fun to watch. Did they fucking. They cut away from the shoey as well. They, they were filming Derek Lewis on the floor while he was doing the shoey. Yeah. So what's that all about? Like, I don't know whether that's like a new thing, like some bullshit, like COVID alcohol bollocks, drinking like, coke. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they was all like, yeah, oh, of course he's going to do it. But then the commentators didn't even, maybe they've been told to not say anything as well. Because usually they'd be like, oh, why are they not showing it? But, but then they showed him doing it with fans as he was walking out. So it was a bit of a weird one. I don't, I, I didn't get it. I was very disappointed not to, not yeah, to I was going. <laughs> I'm being genuine, like I know. I was like, "Fucking hell!" It's like seeing it's like seeing Stone Cold win his belt and not smash a couple beers. It's like, come know, on, that's yeah, thing, like man. when they started, uh, it was so it was bullshit because I think they used to show it and then because we was really late getting like any sort of decent telly in my ass. But um, when we first started getting SmackDown on Saturday morning, <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. I'd, yeah, I'd get down to watch it. And it'll cut away when I get it with the chairs and stuff. I'm like, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck is this pussy shit? I'm so. <laughs> when they used to put someone through a table, they'd, they'd pause it yeah. and then they'd be through the table. So you think, well, what? it's clear what's fucking happened here, isn't it? Yeah. You know Almost, I mean? Sometimes they'd pause it when they're halfway through it. It's like, it's just like, <laughs> fucking hell. We're so strange. So strange. But yeah, listen, really happy for Ty. That's twice the uh, Derek now, poor guy, is, has lost in his hometown of Houston and, and lost you know, quite convincingly as well. Um, you know, uh, he's he's not short of a penny and he's not short of, you know, he's a future Hall of Famer and that kind of stuff. But that title um, still eludes him, Pete. Yeah. Even the title shot. Yeah. You know? Do you, sometimes I find it weird with Lewis. Like, it's almost like he, I don't want to, like, it's almost like he gives up. Yeah. Like he takes a few, he takes, he takes a few, he takes a few heavy shots and he's like, fuck this. And just even the way that he fell to the floor, he put his arms out to steady his fall. Like he wasn't flat on his face. Like you see some, but he, he wasn't out cold. Like no way. It was almost like he just hit the floor and was like, I'm not saying it didn't hurt, but like you saw his eyes fucking like bulge out of his head when he got hit. And it was just, maybe it just shocked him. And he just, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, that's happened a few times. I think mm. even when, Junior De Santos was on a decline. He tagged him a couple of times. He just wilted. And it was just like, and then you've got someone like Tyre that takes all them shots and he just grits his teeth and fights back. But I was I, um, I was watching the uh, Calabasas fight companion that Brendan Sharp, Chris D'Elia and Brian Callan have started doing. And they had Matt Mitrione on. 
Uh, and oh. obviously Matt Mitrione knocked Derek Lewis out in, in 41 seconds. And then, the, you know, Brian Callan said to him, like, you know, um, oh, Derek Lewis, you know, did he hit hard? And Matt was like, I'm not being a, I'm not being a prick. Like, I genuinely don't know. Like, I, I, he, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he Jeez, didn't hit me. Like, I, knocked him I don't, out even, in 41. I don't even remember that fight. He's like, I knocked him out in 41 seconds. I don't know, like, if he hits hard. But I'm, I'm sure he does. But, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I knocked him out. So I don't know. It's brilliant. Matt Mitrione. Uh, he's a legend Matt's a legend um, alright then Pete listen let's finish off with, with, with uh, before we just preview a little bit of what's coming up then very very quickly um, as my 4G date is being killed um, Izzy versus Whitaker went the full five rounds I scored it like this first round to Izzy 10-9 just being accurate and actually dropped him um, 10-9 to Whitaker in the second round maybe he got a takedown and, and took some heavy shots um, and uh, I had Izzy get in the next two rounds three and four just picking him apart, doing some damage. It was a close fight. Um, and then uh, he's already won the fight by that point for me. And then Whitaker maybe took the last round. Um, but for me, it was like, if if Izzy lost his belt to, to, to that kind of performance, and I know like you're supposed to score it on the fights to fight, but personally, I thought Izzy won. I thought he did enough. I thought he was the more accurate fighter, the busier fighter. And yeah. um, I think he he deserved to hold on to his belt. I don't think it was a robbery, and I actually scored it um, three rounds to two for Izzy anyway. Like, what what did you yeah. think? Did, what did you, you think? Got, yeah, you got to look at like everything really. You got to look at like damage, um, like the octagon control. When when they say octagon control, I just look at that as you can just tell from body language, like who's controlling the fight. Like, it doesn't have to be taking the center of the octagon, but like mm. that he just looks like the more dominant guy, whereas mm-hmm. Whitaker looked a bit like edgy. Um, the leg kicks as well, we chewed up his leg, um, really badly, like all the way through the fight. The takedowns wasn't they didn't do anything with him. Um, Izzy was so quick to pop back up, probably from after what happened with Yan when he just sort of fell to his back and just rode out the round. So it's obviously showed an improvement there. So he Hopping straight back up, um, yeah, and just his striking was crisper. I don't understand how people just go just because Rob was trying a bit harder this time. <laughs> it's like yeah. he didn't land any, he didn't land yeah. anything. I think he landed maybe like one. No, a couple. Do you remember? Like I think towards the end he landed some really good counter jabs as Izzy come in and they snapped his head back. And I think even Izzy like nodded at him as if so. Okay, you caught me there. But yeah, yeah. Compared to what Izzy hit him with, it was it was stupid to score the fight for. Um, I definitely agree. Robbery. No, no, I definitely agree. And, you know, not a robbery. Izzy looked phenomenal. Um, what, would you want to see a third one, Pete, or what? Not now, no. No, I mean... Like, I, like, I mean, like, I would if Rob started not knocking people out again. And But even then, it's like, it's going to get a bit boring. <laughs> yeah, like, I, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think... Izzy is the king of the middleweight division at the moment. I'd love to see Izzy move up. I know we tried it, but I'd like to see him try and do it properly by putting on a bit of weight and putting on a bit of muscle yeah. and that kind of stuff the way John Jones has. But there's still some great fights in the middleweight division I'd like to see. Cannoneer, Strickland, you know, just to see, just what, for Izzy uh, to go down as one of the greats, you know. What about, I, I, I kept forgetting about this guy as well, but what about the boy that knocked him out? 
Yeah, see Alex Pereira. This he's is there. you know definitely one of my on my uh, on my ones to watch for the year. Not even ranked mm. yet, but he's had two fights in the UFC and done fucking phenomenally. So he's got some. He's got yeah. a fight coming up. So yeah, really really excited to see that. I think Izzy knows he's kind of lurking in the back there as well. Um, yeah. I'm going to be really really excited to. to that'd see be that. so yeah. That'd be so if if Izzy picks him apart, then you can put Izzy down as probably like one of the greatest middleweights of all time. But yeah. Um. And if he avoids Kamzat as well, <laughs> I just can't, I can't wait for Kamzat to start getting these number one contender shots or like. Well, he's he's every... he's ranked in the, he is ranked, but he's he's in the welterweight division though, so it's you know. Yeah, I mean... but he don't. They don't care if there's if there's a big fight there. They'll he can. I reckon he could fight. He could probably fight at like welterweight, middleweight, and light heavyweight. True. If if he's throwing Gustafsson around, and I think oh Gustafsson's coming back, isn't he? I heard he's. He's fighting he's a, a heavyweight fighting... against Ben Rothwell. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Interesting, interesting. All right then, Pete. This week's this weekend's card coming up has got some absolute fucking bangers on it. Um, cool. Just in regards to the uh, the main card, Prelim's got some some nice fights on it as well. But just because we're a bit pressed for time, um, we've got Yakin uh, Yakin Buckley against Abdul Razak Al Hassan. Now that is going to be absolute fireworks. Um, Wait, what's that? Rematch? That is... Um, have they fought before? That wasn't the spinning back kick, was it? Is that the same guy? No, 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 no. He knocked out Impact oh. Sanganai with that. So, oh. um, Abdul... Um, <laughs> Al-Hassan has just won his fight um, against um, De Kirico, Alessio De Kirico with a head kick. Um, right. yeah, 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 yeah. But he, do you know what? Before that, though, he was on a free fight... Um, Losing streak. He lost to Munir Lazares. He lost to Chaos Williams. Uh, yeah, got absolutely that. flattened, uh, and then yeah. he lost a, a unanimous decision to Jake to Jacob Malkoon. But then Dakirico, you know, head kicked him in round seventeen seconds into round one. In fact, yeah, uh, and obviously, that. you know, yeah, you know, good. looked phenomenal. And then Buckley. Um, is coming off a win against Antonio Arroyo, KO. Um, but yeah, he um, knocked out. Is this, pre- is this prelims or the main card you're going for? That's on the that's on that's the first fight of the main card. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. So fair play to him. Uh, Jim Miller is fighting Pete. <laughs> Just you can't stop him. You can't. You can't stop him. Clay, he ain't fighting Clay, is he? <laughs> no, which oh. I'd love to see. Uh, no, he's fighting <laughs> Nicholas Motta. Uh, Parker Porter is fighting. Who on our last pod I think we kept saying Porker by accident, but he is he is a bit of a Porker. <laughs> um, but Parker Porter is fighting Alan Badu. Um, and then we've got Kyle Dorcas is actually fighting Jamie Pickett. Now Jamie Pickett obviously. Uh, you know, looked didn't look the most impressive against his last opponent, Joseph Holmes, but he still got the decision. And then before that, he before that he beat um, Staropoli, got unanimous decision there as well. Um, and then Pete, just moving on to the main event, big Johnny Walker against Jamal Hill. Oh, some bangers yeah. there. Now I don't want to this... go on. No, I was going to say because I can't remember seeing these coming up. I thought I've I've. Unless this was meant, was this meant to be Fizier versus Dos Anjos this weekend? Uh, do you know no. what? That is a good point because I was just looking for that fight on the upcoming, and I was thinking like, what's what's going on with that? But I know it's, I know it's been moved, but maybe maybe this wasn't the one it was meant to be. Yeah, maybe it's been, I think moved, this was... it's been moved to the big card, and it? it's been moved to the uh, 
Covington and Masvidal, like two oh. seven, whatever it is. On March sixth. Okay, interesting. That's interesting. That Colby Covington Masvidal fight is going to be insane. Um, yeah. But yeah, Johnny Walker, um, a little bit quiet against Tiago Santos, and obviously coming off a loss, um, a decision to Tiago Santos. But you know, he beat Ryan Spann before that as well. So that's going to be really, really exciting. Uh, and obviously, we will catch up about that again. Any other wicked whispers from yourself, Pete? No, not really. <laughs> I've really been like, nothing's really been popular. Every, it, like, it's all like, it's almost like these cards are all set for the next yeah. like. Well, I think I think we're golden for the next like month or so. Hundred percent. Yeah. No, I'm very very excited. Um, I'm just. Uh, I'm the only kind of things I'm looking for in the background is you know things with Nate, things with Connor, uh, things with Dustin. You know, uh, things with Max. You know, th- these kind of things that are kind of still yeah. a little bit up in the air. I just want to get some clarification on who they're fighting and what's going on. But um, we I will think, obviously look forward to that. Yeah, I think the uh, the only thing they've said. I think Nate's even come out and said he's going to retire after his next fight. He which... wants to fight Dustin, doesn't he? Yeah, which sounds like that one's going to maybe, they should try and push that through, really. Um, and yeah, noth- yeah, nothing else with the other guys, really. Um, oh, that's what that's what I was going to ask you about, because I, I, I don't know whether we spoke about this or not, because we always say it's good to see like the old, the old guard like fighting each other, especially when they get a bit to the end of their career and they can't really handle like all these young up-and-comers. But is it, I think it's the, the London card, is Cerrone versus Lausen. Yes. Oh man, that's a fucking that's great fight. Yeah, because it, it's not like usual. Like I look at Cerrone now, whoever he's fighting him, I'm like, oh man, that's that's going to be tough. But you look at these two in their careers now, you're like, this could be like fight of the night. Yeah, definitely. You hope so, unless unless Cowboy just goes in and bangs him out early, or Joe does the same thing. But I think yeah. we could have a potential war on our hands there. That looks amazing. Mm. Um, yeah. Do you think is Cow is it like Cowboy's retirement fight? Do you think, or do you think he'll just go for as long as he can? Probably. I don't think he'll ever like maybe Lauzon will be like, this is my last fight, but I think someone like Cowboy probably like especially the way he lives as well, he's just we'll probably be like, I need some more money. I just Yeah, yeah, true. But uh no, I'm looking I'm looking forward to that card. That'd be a good one actually. We didn't speak about um what's his name for a potential bam bam fight, whoever wins out of mm. Aspinel and Volkov. Yeah, for sure. If, if Aspinel knocks Volkov out, man, fucking hell, he's, he's definitely the real deal as well. He's definitely up there for a shot, for sure, for sure. Listen, some really exciting shit that's coming up soon. I can't wait. Peter, thank you very much for joining us. We'll let the listeners go and we'll catch up again after what is hopefully um, a really important card. And um, hopefully this recording picked up all of our audio. If it didn't, I do apologise. We'll ca- I'll sort my Wi-Fi out and we'll catch up again next week. Hopefully we can do it in person, eh, mate? That's it. Yeah, I'm sure Bruce won't mind. Yeah, <laughs> lovely. All right, mate, see you later. Later.